Testing, testing, one, Jesus, two, three. That is loud in my head. Okay. Oh, right. I'm so sorry. No. It, oh my God. Why is it not letting me do Zoom through that? Oh, that's that's just, maybe I should be able to turn it down. There's a little. Okay, say something. Is that better? That's much better. Okay, good. I don't want to like blow out your eardrum. No, so I, I have a this. thing. I have a thing that lets me like my uh, uh, microphone has a headphone jack, so I now hear myself talking as well as you. Uh, yeah. I don't know why it's not putting all of the audio through my headphones uh, through the computer. But anyways, screw it. Here we are. It works. Sweet. Oh. How was your week? Our Pretty thing. good. Work was yeah. work was good, and. Uh, and uh, I took a number of days off. So, I mean, I went to a Rolling Stones concert yesterday and I got- I hurt. heard and my mom wouldn't stop talking about it last night and she wouldn't stop playing the videos as we're trying to play cards. Yeah, so I don't know why, but dad thought it was necessary to send like 10 to 30 second videos every time no. they started a new song. And I, yeah. I saw him doing it, but I thought that he was just like, like doing it on the on his favorite songs, because um, Lily was <laughs> in between he and I, so I couldn't always see what he was doing. But I did see him, you know, playing with his phone every so often. So I just thought he was doing it occasionally. <laughs> and at the end of the night, as we're leaving, um, he they apparently the Rolling Stones never do an encore, and they did an encore this time. So we had already no left way. our seats. We're going to the the truck. And uh, all of a sudden, they come back on stage. And we're like, what the hell is this? So he hands me his his phone. And he's like, here, start filming. And uh, he's like, but but be careful, because it's really low on battery. And I'm like, great. Get about 30 seconds in, and it just dies. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, well, I guess that's the end of that. Well, and we ended so up, much for that. Yeah, we ended up leaving uh, early anyway. We're like, we know these songs. What the hell? But Lily and I stopped yeah. by some t-shirts. And Dad told us he was going to, quote, meander and we just kind of <laughs> took that to mean i'll meet you at the truck because he drove and yeah so, that's kind of what that yeah and like. he'd never been in the stadium so i thought maybe there was a chance he was just going to roam around but i'm like we're buying t-shirts this is going to take us a little bit there's no way we'll beat him back to the truck so we get our t-shirts it's like a i mean it's a 15 minute walk to the mm -hmm. truck not exactly a long ways but you got to go through the stadium yeah, down, up a, yeah. so we get to the truck and of course he's yeah. not there and we immediately <laughs> realize his phone is dead so we can't call him. oh no yeah can't so, call him for help. yeah so then at the last second i'm like well he's he's gotta be on his way here there's no way he's just gonna keep walking around the stadium but i'm like lily can stay here we both have cell phones She'll let me yeah. know if he get yeah, on the off chance, maybe I'll run into him. And the whole way I'm walking back into the stadium, I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to get all the way to the opposite side of the stadium. And then Lily will be like, oh, he's here. He's been here for like five minutes. But um, I got to the other side of the stadium and uh, and then she called me and she's like, yeah, he's here. And so then I had to walk all the way back. And it's <laughs> oh, no. not a great climax to the story, but it's exactly what I thought was going to happen. And it was uh, yeah. frustrating. That sounds about right. But yeah, my mom was very jealous and kept playing all the songs. And we're like, we're trying to play cards. 
Stop. <laughs> we know you love them and we know yeah. you want to be there, but please stop. It was like, even good. even Mario was like, you need to stop, Anna, because he's like, we don't want to listen to the bad audio. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which I was just getting to, like, not just dad's cell phone. I I'll just go on record and saying, like, I've seen the stones before. They sounded great when I was at TCF Stadium. Mm-hmm. I don't think they should ever host musical guests at the the Viking Stadium, the US Bank Stadium in Minneapolis. It's just too ever. big. Oh, it's it's too so big. big. And when we when we saw them at TCF, it's an open air stadium. So a lot of the sound can kind of dissipate and it travels up. Right. And it creates a, a much warmer sound. But more than that, it's not bouncing all over the whole stadium the whole time. And mm-hmm. so it was just the acoustics are terrible. Uh, but yeah. uh, all that being said, it was a pretty great show. The the Stones oh, still got it for, for pushing 80 pretty heavily. Good. I know. I know. For being as old as they are and losing their drummer. Yeah. They did a pretty good tribute to Charlie Watts and it was... Oh, it was good. Well, yeah. shall we tr- shall we dive in? Yes, we shall. So yeah. this started off kind of being not what I originally had hoped for. All right. Which I feel like that's kind of how this goes. Yeah. For anyone who is curious I... and actually listening, this is peculiar pairings. Although I believe Welcome. we I believe we have an actual theme song thing now. So we, we do, we have a theme, but we don't introduce ourselves. So I feel right. like we should still do that. Yeah, so we, yeah, we can tell what it is. Yeah, this peculiar pairings. My name is Matt. I'm Celine. Welcome. Yeah. We're glad to have you. We do, uh, yeah. eat weird treats and we discuss weird feats. Yeah. F E A T S. Yes. I'm going to, I'm going to workshop that. That wasn't. <laughs> I initially went into this hoping that I could talk more about the Bell Witch Caves. Okay. More specifically, because they're haunted caves. And I thought I'd find more than two sentences about it. All so right. I kind of switched gears and went more with the story of the Bell Witch. Oh. And then the caves she haunts, since there was only so much information. And there's tons of information about her. Well, good. That's where that leads us to today. How does our pairings fit into that? So, or do last they just week, not? <laughs> the sort of. So the last time we did this, uh, all I had to go on again was was like a a community of witches, and I'm supposed to not really know. I want to learn along with everybody else. So I just feel like I kind of missed the mark last week in terms of how it themes with our our actual topic because I went, I went like stereotypical, right. And they're not all going to like match, but uh, I went kind of stereotypical uh, witch stuff. And I tried to make these horrible celery brooms, but uh, then it ended up just being brooms of death. Yeah. Um, And then it ended up being a a tale of a town of just what sounded like a pretty great community. And I'm like, this doesn't really sound like, I was thinking more like classic Salem witches versus uh like just a group of modern day people who are living their best lives and uh traveling through <laughs> thunderstorms in uh in beetles but I that, mean, that, yes yeah but I that thought that in, too it put me in kind of a small town quaint sort of vibe for this week 
So I just okay. went with a simple sort of piece of pie. Um, I believe you went with more of like a cobbler. I did and, because that's all I could find. And, and it looks pie. amazing. I'm, I'm eating a, a, a nice piece of, of strawberry pie and then I drizzled it with heated um, strawberries and cream Baileys. And then I'm I uh, that tapped on it with right now. Yeah, it, it turned out all right. I haven't taken a bite of it yet, but it looks delicious. And then to pair with that, I did want to go a little bit more like witches themed. And so uh, I created what I think can be called, it's either the witch's brew or a witch's toddy. And so it's uh, mm. basically just, I went with pomegranate tea, but then it is, uh, the water is heated with a, about a shot of whiskey and I went with mm. honey whiskey and then steeped that for about five minutes with my pomegranate tea and topped it with uh, more strawberries and cream Bailey. And it is a little heavy on the Baileys, not gonna lie. Yeah, mine is like that too. I didn't do a pomegranate tea. I went with just a black tea. Ooh, that's probably a good move. I could not tell you what kind of black tea it was. It just, the box just says black tea. It's like the most generic tea you can find. A good it's hearty good. tea. Yeah. A good hearty tea, yes. And I think you had the right idea. I don't drink a lot of tea, but I kind of like sweeter flavored teas. So I tend mm -hmm. to like pomegranate. But uh, that might have been a bit of a mistake because it's exceptionally sweet now with the the kind of liqueur cream on top. But uh, overall, not a not a bad way to top off the evening as we as we record this and have a little bit of pie. Yeah, I can say I'm very pleased with my little mixed berry creme brulee of sorts. It did look delicious. It looked very fresh yes. too. Like it is, and I'm gonna pull up the place that I got it from just to give them a little shout out. They're in Denver and they're called House of Bread. And they have all kinds of like little baked goods. This was the only thing with like berries and fruit that I saw, but it looks like they have all kinds of really good other delicious things. So that's what I went with. Closest thing to pie. Closest thing to pie. That should be the title of this episode. The closest, <laughs> closest thing, thing to pie. To pie. People think it's about, yeah, people think it's about math and then they're like, oh, it's oh, actually yeah. just about They'll, pie they'll be sorely disappointed. Yeah. But hopefully learn something at the same time. I hope so. I went to a local Wisconsin uh, grocery store called Festivals and just picked up a piece of strawberry oh, pie. cute. Yeah. That's such a cute name for a place. Festivals. I agree. Yeah. It, uh, and it felt, well, okay, I'm not going to say it felt like a festival, but uh, people were nice. You know. Oh, that's good. Yeah. We like kind people. We do. So speaking of kind people, what kind of witch are oh, we dealing with? Our story is not so kind. Oh, oh good. <laughs> We're talking about the Bell Witch. Yeah. Which initially sounds unfamiliar, but I promise she is very familiar for anyone who is into any sort of pop culture or horror movies of any kind. My sources for today cool. are Wikipedia, bellwitchcave.com, bellwitch.org, mountlaurel.com, spooked.com, and that's it for the sources. So the Bell Witch is one of America's greatest ghost stories and legends of all time. I feel kind of out of sorts already because you were talking about most people should have heard about this. I, I, I like a lot of horror movies. I don't know if I've ever heard of this. I've heard of the Blair Witch. 
That's who that is. This is the Blair Witch. This is the Bell Witch. Oh, okay. Just, yeah, it's that's like, how I was. Yeah, <laughs> that's one hundred percent how I was researching this. I'm like, I've like maybe heard of this once or twice, and then actually researching everything, I'm like, oh, well, I feel kind of stupid. I know exactly who this is. I've heard this story before. I've so, watched this story in a theater. Yes, the Bell Witch famously tortured the Bell family, specifically John Bell and his youngest daughter, Betsy Bell, who's Elizabeth Betsy, oh, from baby. the years 1817 to 1821. Uh, wait, this witch tortured a family for three years? Wait, four it's years? Four years. Oh yes. my God. What's scarier, my ability to do math or a witch? The wow. Honestly, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'd say my ability to do math is pretty scary because it was not going well last night in turning our card game of golf. What were you playing? We uh, play. Euchre. We were doing golf, and I oh. was the scorekeeper. I don't think I've ever played that before. Well, you know what Dad always says: a good scorekeeper never loses. So your math must be terrible. <laughs> Although. Although Have I just you realized not that's assuming golf with grandma. I don't think so. Not oh not God. a card game. Well, I don't think I've played golf with grandma at all, but uh, certainly not a card game. Well, we'll definitely have to play when we're out there because it's a lot yeah. more fun with lots of people. Okay, I'm down. So, Bets Betsy Bell and poor John Bell were tortured by the Bell Witch for four years four. in their lives. This story and the torture of, of this family and these two people was recorded in the story or the book Authenticated History of the Bell Witch by newspaper editor Martin V. Ingram in 1894. So he waited almost a hundred years to tell this story. I, to be he waited fair. a solid 80. I was going to say, to be fair, I'm guessing he wasn't necessarily witness to the witch's doing, so he I, no. he might not have had no, any... he was not. Yeah, so it wasn't necessarily that he waited, but, well, he might have been waiting. I mean, maybe he was like 100 when he published it. Who knows? I didn't look. I didn't look into it. As usual. Because I didn't know care. Not, yeah, we don't know and we're not looking it up. Yeah, exactly. So, the Bell Witch herself makes appearances in the following movies, which is The Blair Witch Project, An American Haunting, The Bell Witch Movie, Bell Witch Legend, The Bell Witch Haunting, and The Mark of the Bell Witch. Cool. Yeah, so she's got quite a filmography in her. She does. She was also an influence in The Poltergeist, Paranormal mm -hmm. Activities, the Witch, Amityville Horror, and Mama. Check out some I, of those titles. Yeah, I have seen a lot less of those than I thought I would. I saw a lot more of the the ones you just listed, but not many of the, the movies. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen, I want to say, I no, I haven't seen The Poltergeist, but I have seen Paranormal Activities. I think I saw the second and third one. I like I, I like the I don't have a reason for that. <laughs> yeah, I think I've seen pretty much all of the paranormal activities. I I think I like the first one the best. It felt the most new. I mean, a lot of it's just kind of recycled, but uh I uh 
I got my money's worth out of it. They were pretty good. Okay. I haven't seen a lot of the other ones, but yeah, I mean, they're worth checking out. Yeah. So now I've got a little clip for you. Going to change over. This is a little clip from Ghost Adventures. So oh, yes. I'll put the link in it because I feel like this very nicely kind of sums up everything. I couldn't watch the episode on the Bell Witch Cave since they did investigate them. Okay. But this is a nice little like minute and a half trailer of it. So let me know if you can't hear it. Yeah, I can't hear it at all. Damn it. Okay, I will send you the link. All right. And I'll put that in the chat so then you can listen to it and watch it. Because I've watched it. But it'll give you a little taste of our friend Zach Baggins. I say that like I know him. I don't know him like at all. His name is Zach Baggins. Yes. He's is Zach he so Baggins. he's basically from the Shire. <laughs> I mean, come on. How do you not Oh no. Oh no. Zach is a very hipster type dude. I I think he's a hipster type dude. I hope he says things like, "All right, now let's bag in, guys. <laughs> let's get here. We're going <laughs> to no, do it." No, he does not. Yeah, he does. My name's Zach Baggins. There is a very historic Okay. Okay, I have finished watching it. This is less a uh, uh, commentary on the story of the Bell Witch as much as it is just on on their way of doing investigations. I love when he talks to, I think his name was Richard Bell, the descendant. And he's like, so you believe your ancestor was, was killed? He's like, yes, I do. And he's like, killed by a ghost. And he's like, yep. He's like, uh, he was poisoned. And I'm just saying like, I, I don't, I don't personally believe in ghosts, but I've never heard any stories, at least until now, where ghosts attempt to in any way interact with with the living by way of poisoning. I feel yeah. like a ghost would have a better supernatural way of going about it, but uh, interesting nonetheless. Yeah, so the man in the beginning is Zach Baggins, so that's that's who that is. I love that's that name. I love that how, name. That's how like all of the stories with ghost adventures go when they like interview people i love that zach can be very dramatic at times yeah i dig it so it's a good vibe it's a good vibe yeah it was featured on an episode of ghost adventures this episode has absolutely no rating on rotten tomatoes and no one has written about it that's just a fun bit of information i found you're welcome that is about to change because i'm going to go Review the hell out of it. <laughs> Review the hell out of the one episode. <laughs> I, I'm going to start with, I don't believe in ghosts, and I have never watched believe. this show, but I'm just going to lay waste to it. <laughs> As a non-fan. As a non-fan. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm sure they'll love that. I'll be fair. It's not going to be glowing, but I'll be fair. I think that's that's the way to go. Exactly. So the main characters in our story are Kate Batts, John Bell, and Betsy Bell. Oh, Betsy. So we're going to start with Kate Batts. She lived near Adams, Tennessee, which is where our story takes place. Sweet. She lived with her husband, Frederick, and their five children, and they lived on a farm. Kate's husband, Frederick, had been paralyzed in an accident, so she became the breadwinner for the family. 
Was that and caused by a ghost? His devastating illness? I don't know. I saw nothing on it other than he was in an accident and that was the end oh. of that. <laughs> that was the end of the. He's not a man anymore, so he can't earn money. <laughs> so since she was the breadwinner, she was in charge of keeping the farm running since Frederick couldn't. And the family was considered poor since they didn't have a ton of money. She's got to start winning more money than bread. I don't understand why she... You know, I feel like part of that is the fact that she is a woman in the 1800s. Yeah, I can... And I can, for literally no other reason. I Like, especially if you assume that up until his accident, they're doing okay. And then suddenly they're yeah. like, well, did you hear what happened to her husband? And then she just, for whatever reason, stops getting as, as good of deals on grain and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a oh, woman that, running that up? farm. Did you hear? And then they're like, yeah. well, we live in that time period. So, yeah, we'll. Yeah. So Kate was seen as someone who was eccentric and hungry for attention by her neighbors and those in the community. Hmm. She would be confrontational with people and she would argue with them and she would address friends loudly. So okay, everyone so is like, she's making a scene everywhere. All right, I'm starting to think that maybe it wasn't just her gender that played into her less than stellar performance on the farm. Yes, to be fair, I think there's nothing wrong with being confrontational with someone and arguing with them. True. But you also did not do that in the 1800s as a woman. It just was not done. That's, yeah, I, I okay, yeah. I mean, that, that would not have been something that was maybe as... Uh, as readily accepted back yeah. then. <laughs> yeah. So it does kind of come back down to just that she's not a man running this farm and they just don't accept her. Honestly, yeah, especially by today's standards, she was probably just being a good businesswoman and they were like, probably oh, she can't talk to us like this. I mean, that is a problem that women have now. Absolutely, yeah. Which that's a, that's a discussion for another time. Indeed. So, so she's trying to run the farm. Yes, she's trying to run the farm. She was John Bell's neighbor, and she believed that she had been cheated by John in a land deal. So oh. there's a little bit of sourness okay. in that relationship with the neighbors. And she actually ended up outliving John by 22 years and died in 1842. Oh, wow. Well, good for which, her. Yeah, that'll be important later. Oh, <laughs> so John. I also Bell, did kind of forget that he's murdered, so it's not necessarily that she was like living more healthily or anything. But uh, yeah, he was kind of cut. She short. lived longer than him by twenty-two years. Still good. Still good. It's a good run. Yeah, still great. So John Bell is the patriarch of the Bell family. He was born in Edgecombe County, North Carolina, and he originally apprenticed as a barrel maker in his younger years, and then later became a farmer. Yeah, so he's just in college making barrels and he's like, yeah. I'm gonna change my major, this is enough. He's like, I, I can't do this anymore. I don't like being in the steam rooms, like bending all the pieces of wood. I don't, oh I, yeah. He doesn't do the metal ring very well. And he's like, I'm just not, I'm gonna go do arguably a harder job, which is farming. He wasn't cut out for that life. So he chose a harder one instead. Exactly, <laughs> this barrel making isn't for me. I need to be out in the fields under the sun and the rain. Yep. So John married his wife, Lucy Williams, in 1782. 
and they settled on a farm that he had bought before they married. I did not get any years on that, but the family so farm is, did well. Okay. And this, this well. farm he had isn't related. He hasn't made that faded deal with, uh, with what's her name? I forgot her name. No, no, he did not make this deal with Kate. Kate. Because they're currently in North Carolina and Kate's uh, in Tennessee. So we'll get, we'll get there. Okay. All right. So they were one of the most successful farms in the area in North Carolina. They then started to expand upon their family of just John and Lucy. Their first child, Jesse, a boy, started their, their little family. Aww. They then had three more boys, John wow. Jewer, John Jr. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, that is quite a name, John Jewer. John Jr. John nice. Jr. Drury? That, I honestly don't know if I'm saying that right. To that's any a separate person, though, right? That wasn't you yes. pronouncing John Jr. again. That was. <laughs> that is a separate person. Dr- I'll spell it out for you. It's D R E W R Y. Yeah, Drury. 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 And Benjamin. <laughs> so they've got John, Drury, and Ben. Wow, they nailed pretty pretty good names. Not to name shame, but I mean Drury. They I mean, all right. It's a name. It's that's that is quite a name. Yes. In 1801 and 1804, they started having some issues with their crops. Uh-oh. Which then gave them the idea that they should move west. As other people they knew had done, as their friends had done. Yeah. Move west. That's yeah, it's the do. age of moving west, yeah. It is. Gold rush is about to hit, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, go west. So, in all the 18- way to Tennessee. All the way to Tennessee, we go westward. In 1804 to or 1805, kind of those two years. Yeah. John and his family made the journey over the North Carolina mountains to Tennessee to an area called the Barren Plains. Oh, God. don't know why place. you'd go there. Right. Great place for a farmer who's already struggling. It's a great Let's place go to go to Barren Land. Barren Plains. Perfect. Perfect. They ultimately settled in what is current day Robertson County, Tennessee. Awesome county. I don't know that county, so I could not tell you that. Never been to Tennessee. I'm sure <laughs> it's great. Neither. Someday, someday. Yeah. I'll yeah, I wonder if Nashville's there. It's probably great. Yeah. So John and his family started a farm, and John became an elder of the Red River Baptist Church. So they were very involved in the church. Okay. He was then later excommunicated from the church. Some say it was for Kate's behavior with Kate's belief. Kate is believed to be the Bell Witch. Oh. So they say it could be for that. Or because he had some shady business dealings. I love that those are the options. We like, all well, have two options. Which also kind of seems to lend credence to Kate saying that he cheated her in a deal. Because they're exactly. like, he's been excommunicated from his church. Well, it's either because he's a kind of a dick um, or he's she's a being, witch. 
yeah, he's either being haunted by a witch or he's bad at business. He's bad at business. What, what what brought him here to, to Barron Plains, Tennessee? Oh, he's uh he was a terrible farmer. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, yeah. And so they he were successful the... before that, and then something changed. Okay, all right. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, but uh, it's not looking good for old John. It's not. John was actually called Old Jack Bell by Kate. That is her like nickname for him. Old but Jack it's... Bell. It's why didn't she just call him John? I don't know. <laughs> she just chose not to. Starts with the same letter, has the same number of letters, and is, I know. these people think they're so great. Why? No, there's no rhyme or reason, really. All right, I'm just gonna stop questioning their their train of thought. Yeah. It doesn't. Ja okay, so we got we got John, who is also Old Jack Bell. Yes. All right. John Bell is the only person in history who has allegedly died at the hands of a spirit. Oh yeah. That's in, what old Zach Babbins back shit. That's what old Zach, old Babbins Zach Babbins. Yeah. Yes. In 1817, John contracted a mysterious illness that worsened over the course of the next three years of his life, which mm. ultimately killed him. Oh wow. Do Kate we took have pleasure? Any... Oh, sorry. Sorry. Kate took pleasure in tormenting him during this time, finally poisoning him one morning in December. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. He, so That's the story. Just, so he was already dying, or at least very ill. Yes. And she was. also poisoned him. That is the story that okay. everyone has, is that Kate, as a witch, invisible spirit, tormented yeah. him and poisoned him. Oh, right, right. I forgot that a ghost poisoned him. Yes. Oh, a witch, I see. Okay, I take back my, my mockery of of the ancestor or the the descendant Richard Bell. I, I thought he thought a ghost did it. She was living at the same time as John. Okay, I take it. I'm sorry, Richard. I didn't she mean was. to be such an asshole about it. But do we know the symptoms uh, that John was suffering at the time? We do. He So John died in 1820 and he actually died from something that is very similar to a neurological disorder. A lot of his symptoms mimic that of Bell's palsy, which in itself isn't deadly, but he was also suffering from a lot of violent seizures on but top of that. his last name is Bell. I know. It's his palsy. <laughs> he died from his own disease. Oh my God. I didn't even check if that was like from the same person. <laughs> I really thought that's where this was leading. No, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. And once again, we're not looking it up. So everyone run to Wikipedia and see if it's... Google it. Just Google it. Old Jack Bell palsy. Yes, but Jack's death was claimed by Kate. So she claimed okay. that she did it. Gotcha. Okay. And then our other key player is Betsy Elizabeth. Bell. Little Betsy. Little Betsy. She is the daughter of John Bell and she was born in 1806. Mm. She was the youngest of John Bell's daughters. So I don't know if he had any other sons after her. Oh, okay. I don't really know. But he did have multiple daughters? Yes. Oh, all right. He did. He had, I don't know how many kids he had. No one gave me a straight answer, and I didn't want to sort through all of the names. 
we only need to know the four we got uh, or was it five so he's got four three oh i thought he had well i mean the his his sons we we don't really care about they're thrown in there for fun ah screw them yeah they're not breadwinners they didn't do anything on the farm they didn't fight a witch who cares betsy they're not important for the story yeah we're going with betsy come on betsy yeah so betsy was abused by kate similarly to her father and she oh experienced a lot more than any of her siblings did. Oh, Betsy. Yes. No one really knew why Kate didn't like Betsy. But she, everyone knew that she very much disapproved of Betsy's engagement to the neighbor boy, Joshua. Okay. Is... She didn't like that she was engaged to Joshua. So Betsy experienced a lot of slapping, pinching, hair pulling, bruising, and welts. So she just had the crap beat out of her all the time. Okay, I may have missed something. Is Kate not her mom? No. Yeah. Lucy is her mom. Lucy, yeah. Is Lucy Lucy not the picture? She's there, but she's not really experiencing things to this degree. She's, She's just getting high or something. Okay. Well, she's there. She's just it seems not odd important that, to Kate. Yeah. It seems odd that Kate is so involved and judgmental about I someone know. who's not related to her and getting engaged to Joshua. Does Joshua yeah. have a tree? We already have the origin of Bell's palsy. Do is this how we learn about Joshua's Joshua tree? No, I mean, it's but his last name is Gardner. <laughs> I kid he's, you not, it is Gardner. He's almost an arborist. Well, and that makes yes. sense because, you know, it's the time of, of farming, crop growing. So he's a, he's a gardener. All right. Josh Gardner. Oh, so, Betsy Gardner. Yes. Poor, poor Betsy ended up breaking off her engagement to Joshua in oh, 21. <laughs> I was so excited for them to get hitched. I know. I, that was- I had hope for them. I'm like, they're going to persevere. And then it's like, nope, she... Damn it. Could not take the torment and ridicule anymore. She broke it off. You pulled the rug right out from under me so fast. I was so excited. You know, oh, God damn it. And I, I, uh, I can't I help really feeling. I really am terrible. I can't help feeling like Kate had something to do with it. She had a lot of torment and ridicule from Kate and the witch, the bell witch. So Kate was 15 when she broke off her engagement, just to kind of put some of that into perspective kate was 15 or elizabeth was uh sorry elizabeth was did i say okay. kate yeah elizabeth was 15 kate okay. was very much an adult yeah <laughs> oh my god seemingly an asshole and yes. really poking her nose in business that isn't really a for her it really does her she does not need to be in anyone's business besides her own yeah she's really. just a member of the community she's got so how old was joshua I don't know. He he was older than her, but I don't think it was by much. I would hope not. It just seems like so many of these like oh. far back in history kind of weddings were like he married his cousin and she was 13. How old was he? He was 35. Yeah. Like, so oh, okay. Elizabeth ended up marrying her former school teacher. And there we go. <laughs> uh, Professor Richard Powell in they married in 1824. He is 11 years older than her. So he was 29 when they got married and she was 18. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess. They're not that 
bad yeah, not, by today's standards. Not but as, also by then she yeah. was like getting kind of old, which I really don't like which, to think about. Right. Which again by today's standards. Like, is like, I don't want to think. She that. just graduated high school. She has she can't she even drink a baby. It. Yeah, no. she's still a kid. We're all still kids. I'm not pushing 40. Come on. Yes, but Betsy and Richard had eight kids together. Holy crap. I know. I know it was a different time, but so much of this is surprising me just a lot. <laughs> they had eight kids. Do we happen to have a time frame on that? I don't. I don't have a time frame as to when they got married although, and started having kids. Although you said that they were tortured for four years by the witch. God, I hope they didn't have so, eight kids in like three years. That's, wait, that's, that's literally not impossible. How that works. <laughs> oh my God. All right. See, we were already talked about math. Not how that works, unless you have a lot of multiples. Hey, yeah, maybe they had a surrogate. They, I'm sure the science <laughs> was there. Yeah, they, they had the science to <laughs> harvest eggs and then do an implant, and then she could have a sure. kid. Yeah, they could do two sure. kids a year. You know what? Don't don't question my science. I know what I'm talking about. It's only 18, whatever the hell, 1821 or something. Shut up. They they knew how to do that. All right. So they so she's 20, she's 18. She's been pregnant for five years. She's got 20 kids. She's got a million kids. It's fine. Married to her professor. 29. Yeah. Only four of their kids live to adulthood. And that's why you had eight kids. <laughs> that is why yeah, um, okay. one of their adult children actually ended up dying in the Civil War. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do we, and do we know which side? I don't know which side. Just gonna leave I, I don't want to know. It's kinda. Tennessee. I feel like I have a guess, but yeah, he, he died. That's all we need to know. All right. He, he died in the war. He died in the war. And Betsy always insisted that her marriage to Powell was a happy and loving one. Despite some of the hardships that they faced. I don't know why that was thrown in there, but it was. I'm going to go ahead and assume it's bad crop years, four kids dying, losing a son to the Civil War. Yeah. They, despite their their hurdles faced, they overcome. I'm going to go mm -hmm. ahead and I'm going to take her at her word and assume it was a great marriage. Me too. I'm going to assume that they were happy considering all the crap that she dealt with from 11 to 15 in her formative years. Yeah, 11 to 15. So Betsy was originally implicated as the culprit of the Bellwitch activity and all of that, which was then later changed to Kate versus Betsy. Okay. <laughs> she also refused to speak about Kate and everything she experienced with the Bell Witch outside of her family. She like would not wow. talk to anybody. Yeah. She was terrified of sleeping alone. And she preferred to sleep in between a wall and a person. Like she did not good. like being alone. Well, good thing she's married. All right. Yes. Perfect. And Betsy ends up living a long life. She lives to 82 and dies wow. in 1888. Holy hell. Okay, good for you, yeah. Betsy. Yeah, nice. she lived a nice long life. Do we, this do brings we... us to yeah. the legend. 
All right, here's the good. This is the, this is the meat the and potatoes. Yeah, this is what we came here for. Yes, this is the meat and potatoes of the Bell Witch. We got our players and we're going to set the scene. So this all begins with John Bell about a decade after he brought his family from North Carolina to Tennessee. So they've been there for about 10 years. And Betsy is alive at this point? She was born? Yes, she was born in North Carolina, or she was born oh, okay. on the road to North Carolina and has spent most of her life in Tennessee. All right. But she's about 11 when this starts, and they've been there for oh. about a decade. Okay, okay. So she was either born, like, right at the beginning of the homestead, which I have a photo of here for you. That's their real homestead? Yes, this is oh a photo God. of, like, the real house. I don't think anyone has touched it since then wow i assume run down and decrepit and it looks very sad it really it looks it looks like a place that a witch is haunting so i mean in terms of the legend that is doing all the heavy lifting that is that is horrifying i mean i know it's old but wow that looks pretty pretty terrible it does so the family started experiencing some invisible phenomenon starting with noise, as it always does. Noise. Yes, the noise, the knocking, hearing people like walking around, stuff banging on the walls. It started outside of the house and then moved into the house. That is not how you want noises to work. No, it's really not. I prefer them outside away from me. Or at least if they start inside, I want them to move outside and then keep going definitely don't want them moving it do you you know i don't know if you already mentioned it is this did they build this house yes they did okay yes they built this house i don't know how long it takes to build a house back then right (laughs) i could give you a rough estimate in today's times depending on how much custom stuff you want done I don't even really have an estimate for today. I'm, I'm assuming it took a while. I'm going to guess they started with a couple rooms. It was one level. They added on. I'm going I'm to give I them a couple so. of years. Yeah. For today, it can take about a year to two years, depending on, again, depending on, like, if you want custom countertops and right. stuff like that, that you have to order and then wait for it to come in. So I assume then... It was kind of just take what you can, slap it on there, call it a day. Yeah. It So yeah, it potentially could have been a quick build, but it's going to yeah. be a very simple structure. Yes. And it's most likely only built from like John and probably the help of his sons. And that's yeah. it. So well, considering it's from the 1800s and it's, it's still standing, it looks all right. I mean, they must have yeah. built a pretty good house. Yeah, I wouldn't go in there and visit, but no, no. maybe someone would. Ooh, I like Zach to not Baggins. be that afraid. <laughs> gotta watch Zach the rest Baggins. of that ghost adventure show. Zach I know. I gotta just buy history or subscribe to History Plus so I can watch it on the History Channel. And it might be the Travel Channel. Mm. Either way, yeah. I think History Channel is in there somewhere. I suppose he goes a lot of places. He does. That he does. So one of the noises that they would hear inside the house was what sounded like rats gnawing on the wood. 
and okay. stuff being dropped on the floor. I mean, to be fair, that could have just been rats. It could, it really could have. <laughs> to me, that I'm like, oh, all the sounds that you're hearing, like that's the one you're concerned with. I I was really expecting you to be like, but they inspected the house from top to bottom every day, and they never found one one little anything of of rats nothing no poop no nothing and okay they may have they may have just had rats they may have just had rats they may have scoured the entire house for them and found nothing we're like what the hell all right not not the greatest symptom starting off but i'm assuming you have more i do have more they started to see strange animals on their property they looked like rats (laughs) <laughs> giant rat men giant, from oh my the God. princess <laughs> okay i assume they're they're fairly large beasts then yeah i'm they did not specify what exactly they were seeing so i'm not sure okay. if they were seeing like animals they had not seen before i'm gonna have North to assume Carolina. rats i'm gonna have to assume rats still they're I'm just I mean, saying their story is like Mothman or Chupacabra. Yeah, yeah, their their story is not yet adding up very well. I'm sure Zach Baggins has got a better. Uh, he's gotten to the bottom of it, but uh, I'm so sure far, I believe in Zach Baggins. Right, I do too. Right, the legend of Zach Baggins. <laughs> so then they started to have covers being pulled off of the beds, and like pulled off of them, especially like at night. Yeah, that's classic and ghost. It is. It's classic ghost. It's classic not, poltergeist. To not so much witch. Yeah, not so much witch, but that is classic ghost. It is. It's classic, classic ghost. So the family kept all of this to themselves for about a year. They were too afraid to mention it to anyone. They thought that their neighbors would like ostracize them and they would be outed from the community for this. Yeah, I could see that. So they kept it quiet for a year. And when they did end up telling someone about it, the abuse that they were like receiving from this entity was merely constant. And that ranged from those like house noises. So creaking stuff being dropped to shape-shifting animals and hearing stuff being dragged across the floor. I gotta admit, I'm still going rats. It's still the damn rats. I mean, okay, the shape-shifting part definitely is a, is a bit of a thing. But hey, if, if you've ever seen a rat king, you know that they can just become an, a giant amorphous blob of shit. So, I mean... <laughs> Have you I'm ever still... watched The Nutcracker? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the giant rat king. I think we're thinking of different rat kings. <laughs> but anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about, Google rat king. <laughs> not nutcracker it's horrifying (laughs) they're in new york they live they're in the sewers they're awful i don't know if they're in new york but i'm pretty sure they are lots of rats it's terrifying and they this is described i'm telling you these rats got together they tied their tails into a knot yeah and they're becoming different creatures that in one group (laughs) you laugh but then the rat king comes for thee I really hope not. I am way too afraid of that. Yeah, you do not want to see. Like, if you don't like just oh, a God. single rat, you don't want to encounter a rat king. It's ugh. no. I'll call Gabriel and make him take care of it for me. Good call. 
he'll he'll take care of all my rodent problems. Do it, yeah. Give him a give him a like a tennis racket and a bag or something. I don't know. All right, where are we? He'll figure it out. So these noises and stuff started to turn into physical abuse. Most of the family experienced it to a degree. Oh, okay. But most of it was targeted towards John and Betsy. So the family may have had like something like, like a shirt tugged or something like that. Yeah. But Betsy and John were pinched, hit, choked, and like stabbed with like pins. uh You know, like the little sewing pins? It was just, you went, you went, you went pinched, (laughs) pinched seems pretty playful. And then you got to stabbed and I was like, okay, now we're getting, now we're getting to some, and then you're like, but with like a pin, you know, like, like, so, so again, this is all rat stuff. I'm telling you, the rats are behind this. It's really the rats. Yeah. What beyond stabbing? John was also violently ill and would often choke as if something was like lodged in his throat. Okay. His throat would swell. Which just little... sounds like an allergic reaction. I was going to say, that would be hard for a rat to do. But again, carry diseases. If he's allergic to small rodents, rats. Could be. I think we've solved this. It is the rat's case closed. Yeah, we did. We've done it. All right. But well, we've, we've, I'm assuming we've got a few more things going on. We do. They stated that the worst of everything would always be at night versus during the day, which is a very common thing in any sort of haunting activity. Kate's, I'm just Kate's asleep. Rats still. Rats will be up. They'll do stuff. I mean, maybe Kate never slept. Oh. That's witchy behavior. It is. Usually it's around 3 a.m., which is always known as the witching hour. It's a time of night associated with the supernatural... And most experiences are sensed between 2 to 4 a.m., which actually has correspondence with the peak melatonin time in the human body at 3 a.m. I did look into this one because I wanted to know more. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't either. I didn't know you could have peak melatonin times. I didn't either. Apparently it's 3 a.m., which... Would make sense if anyone is experiencing some sort of like sleep paralysis. Right. And then they would Because that happens more when you have like a lot of melatonin in your body. And they witness some creepy shit. They did. Yeah. I could see that. It could just be sleep paralysis. It's it's some goddamn rats and sleep paralysis. It's rats, (laughs) allergies, and sleep paralysis. I'm telling you, we've solved this. So things started to become intolerable for the family. And that's when John confided in his neighbor, James Johnson. Really? We got John, John Jr., Jack, who is also John. And now we've got James. Did you say his name is James Johnson? James Johnson. Good God. What is with this town? I know. So many. You know, Drury, Drury is starting to sound a lot better. I know, Drury and Benjamin, like, come on. Yeah, oh, Benji. Well, Benji. They sound like they're going to team up and solve crimes. Oh, they do. Like a yeah. little party bowies. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. Going after rat kings and amorphous blobs. Yes. 
Drury and Drew. Oh, Jesus, Drew. No, I still, his name still sucks. <laughs> Sorry, Drew. <laughs> John invited his neighbor James over, and James brought his wife, and they then spent the night at the Bell House. Not a great move, if we're being I mean, honest. Usually, that I feel like that sort of thing happens, and then nothing happens, and they're like, yeah. okay, well, like, great, thanks. But they actually witnessed events and then felt that they needed to tell more people what was happening. So the word started getting out. And this is when they actually started to launch a formal investigation into what was happening at their house. Oh my. I know. I didn't think that they actually did that then. I'm like, I'm pretty sure most people are like, eh, you're fine. (laughs) It's all good. It's the wind. It's the wind. (laughs) Don't worry about it. But they were like, no, this is weird. Let's investigate. So people then became a part of trying to understand what was happening, what's going on with all this poltergeist activity, and wanted to witness it themselves. Yeah. So then the town started to get scared with what they were witnessing in the Bell's household. Just a bunch of rat kings, amorphous blobs, (laughs) and some woman who keeps running around at 3 a.m.? Kate, God we don't damn. understand this. We don't like it. Make it stop. And one of them was old Richard Baggins. Yeah. So they, to Zach. they started to hear disembodied voices from the witch. So they were actually able to start communicating with her, which was when they then learned that she started to go by Kate. And they made the connection between the poltergeist activity and the witchiness to their neighbor, Kate. Wait, so there was supposedly like an entity that like introduced itself as Kate. Yes. All right. Seems a little on the nose, but <laughs> I know. Ooh, I'm making the I'm, the I'm pinching them and poking them with needles. My name is Kate. I'm not their neighbor. <laughs> That's the thing is that she very much was like, yeah, I'm your neighbor, Kate. And they had very similar qualities. Like they were both very devout in their churches. Wait, <laughs> I don't witch? know how you do as a witch. <laughs> Specifically because people would think that she was in two places at once, attending yeah. a Baptist and a Methodist mass at the same time like 13 miles apart from each other. I have to admit, I'm starting to think Kate's being set up. I, it seems like she kind of is in some in some. She's, she's not going to go in and be like, yes, that's me. I've been poisoning you and doing all this stuff. It's me, Kate, but I'm not your neighbor, Kate. I am as devout as she is, but... Ugh. And then she's gone in the night, and then she comes up next day, and she's like, that wasn't me. It's just a coincidence. That's a that's a that's a witch. That's an apparition, a poltergeist. That's the thing is that their neighbor Kate was like, "Yeah, that's me," and the <laughs> witch was like, "Yeah, that's I am Kate. I am your neighbor." What? The- Wait, what? <laughs> like, I feel like <laughs> solved, done. You know who it is. You got me going off about allergies and. And rat kings and amorphous night terrors and the ghost, <laughs> this this witch entity and the person, their neighbor specifically says, "Oh yeah, that's me. Yeah, I'm doing yeah. all that." Shit. 
Yeah, I get up at 3 a.m. Is that they didn't like really bring it up until later. And they're like, oh yeah, like I did that. You're like, okay. But is there any hard evidence? Well, none that we've seen. We did have the we did have the uh the entity tell us its name and that she was in fact our neighbor, but other than that, I don't have any idea. (laughs) All right, Jack, John, whatever. So we've cracked the case. And Kate is just doing whatever the hell she wants. Yeah, Kate, that's the thing is that like it gets a little confusing because Kate, their neighbor, would very much take credit for everything, but it did not seem like it was the same person just based off of the research that I found. Kate did bring a family of spirits with her to the house. Oh, yes. So they had five distinct disembodied voices. These names are real fun, so get ready. Oh, boy. We got James Johnston and Johnny Boy, John Jr., Drury. Okay, so I like Drury already. I'm ready for these names. We got Black Dog. Yes. Mathematics. Wait, shut up. Mathematics? They're being attacked by a school subject? Mathematics. I mean, sometimes I felt attacked by mathematics, but like right. never. Haven't we all? I have never been more convinced that it is just Kate, because this is starting to just sound like it's it's as if she is being interviewed by the cops and she is just looking around the room trying to like name other entities, and some kid is being like interviewed next to her, and she's like, "One of them's mathematics." Yeah, looks at his books. I mean. Oh, you'll get a kick out of these next two names. So there's Cryptocracy. Say that one more time. Cryptocracy. Oh, that's actually adorable. That sounds like like Betsy's kid sister who's just running around (laughs) as a ghost. And then there's Jerusalem. Jerusalem? Jerusalem, like Jerusalem, the place. I thought maybe it was Drury. Who, no. who was like having fun with his own name, Jerusalem. All right. No, yeah, but like the actual place. Still, like by far my favorite. That is the and greatest. Then by Jerusalem, because who gets attacked by Jerusalem? It's totally. <laughs> hey, I mean, if there wasn't still unrest in parts of the world. I'm, yes, that's that's very true. Just, yeah, Jer- <laughs> mathematics. That's is very the true. We should not thing. joke about that. But I mean, mathematics, come on. Math, yeah, we can go on off, off of mathematics all day and night. That is the greatest all day, thing every day. in my life. It is. Oh my God. Being... So the witch would not actually supply an answer as to where she came from or why she was there. Well, she came from generally. a text. She did. She came from a mathematics book yeah. in your high school, popped out of chapter four little bit of geography uh, uh you know the bible a little bit jerusalem that's uh, yeah she uh, came she was patchworked together a young adult novel series starring crypto chrissy and uh-huh. oh and her companion black dog yeah we got them all in there kate you're terrible at names yeah so they later brought up the nickname kate for the witch and she very much enjoyed it so she's like yeah call me kate the, go- the ghost did 
yeah. They're like, this has to be our neighbor, Kate. And she's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's me. My name's Kate. I'm a ghost or a witch or a poltergeist. I might also be a rat. I don't know. Bye. I'm just like, here. Here are my friends, Black Dog, Cryptocracy, Jerusalem, and Mad It's like my little posse, the crew. Oh, she, yeah, she totally has a crew. Oh my God. She I am does. loving every aspect of this entire story. It's confusing. It's stupid. <laughs> it has terrible made up names. It's kind of like an Ocean's Eleven movie, except <laughs> just the worst, but in the best we, way possible. Yeah. The only person she actually liked was Lucy. So she loved John's wife, Lucy Williams. Loved her. Oh, but, she, but she hates John. And she has such a problem with Betsy. No. And that explains like, why, uh, why she got away with slapping Betsy, though. Kate or uh, Lucy was just like, she's like, I can't my, deal with this. And she's, yeah, she's, she's just, just like, I'll take friend. care of it. She's just my weird friend, Kate. It's cool. <laughs> you can abuse my child. I don't care. I'm a ghost. I'm, also, I'm also math. <laughs> During the investigation that they started, they were ultimately able to find out what the main goals of the witch was. Okay. <laughs> and it was number one to stop Betsy from marrying the neighbor boy, Joshua. Because <laughs> she really hated him. So and it really is, John. it really is Kate. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. She wanted to stop Betsy from mar marrying the neighbor boy and she wanted to kill John and that was it. Those were her goals. <laughs> and the whole time Lucy's just like, <laughs> Lucy and Kate were lovers. That's what's going on. She wanted her husband and her shit family out of the way. And Kate was like, well, I can just create all of these alternate, all these alternate uh, oh, personalities. Damn. Yeah. This is, this is some, I think we've cracked it again. We we've may cracked have. it multiple times. The entity herself was very much well-versed in the Bible, people's okay. pasts and their futures. So she'd sit there and tell people their futures, she'd tell people about their past. Like, oh, like, I know you did this last week. Looking at you, Joe, over there in the corner. Joe, John, James, whatever your name Drury. is. I yeah, Drury. Last night. Drury and I Ben, you little bastards. I saw you go around with that rat king doing math. Doing <laughs> math, how dare you. <laughs> yeah, how dare you trying to learn. I'm going to go slap your sister some more. Hey, Kate. <laughs> hey, Lucy, how you doing? Damn, girl, you looking good. I'm also a ghost. Their neighbor, William Porter, had one of the most memorable experiences with the Bell Witch, which is what the image in the slideshow is. William said that he had no fear of the witch and spoke with her often. So they just like sit, have a cup of tea. Chill. To be fair, what the picture is depicting is him either about to throw what kind of appears to be the predator from the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie into a fire, or he is attempting to like sexually assault a spirit. So about that, one very cold night, as William was laying in bed, 
The cover next to him pulled back and the witch, Kate said, she was gonna come into bed next to him and keep him warm. That, that is all I'm saying is that's not what the picture is showing. It, so I mean, then, then William said that she had to behave herself. Oh, okay, that is what the picture's depicting. And then realized as she like pulled the cover back that he could see the outline and form of her under the blanket. And it was a predator from the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. All of, that's what it looks like in the picture. It looks like he's carrying really a predator sucks. from the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. He's carrying a predator to the fire or he is about to sexually assault the hell out of it. it does. I'm not condoning. I'm just saying he looks... He's he is certainly not being like overtaken by the spirit. He is he is in control of this. Situation. <laughs> he is very in control of the situation. He grabbed her and all of the covers and started to carry her to the fireplace, which is what you're seeing. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So he really is going to throw so her. He in. like picked her up with the intention of throwing everything he had in his arms since he wasn't really sure what she was, into yeah. the fire. But he fell in love. <laughs> I think he was, no, I I don't think he was married. He, I thought he was, but I don't think he was actually, because yeah. he, he was just, alone. Just wanted a ghost lover. As it he moves look like closer. He's, it does look like he's kind of being fairly gentle. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of changing my viewpoint of this whole image. It's sort of, he looks like he's being very tender. Yeah, so the weight of Kate and everything began to get heavier and heavier the closer he got to the fire. Oh, okay. And that is how exhaustion also, works. She also started to smell like oh death my. and decay. Oh my, okay. Someone took someone so, took a dookie in the covers. He <laughs> he took it one way and she took it another. So <laughs> okay. he, Ended up having to drop everything because he felt like he couldn't breathe because the smell was so bad. So he ran outside to get fresh air. Oh yeah, she pooped the bed. She used her <laughs> only. No, she's a real person. She used the only defense she had left. She felt the flames <laughs> licking the her skin, and she's like, "Well, this is all I got. I've got a dookie that has been brewing all day, and this is this is the time. It's three. It's three in the morning, but she's about to drop a deuce. Like that's that's what's happening." She's going, it's three, it's three, but she's going for a two. Yeah, Kate never got in bed with anyone ever again after that. Jeez. It was too risky. It was too risky. Is that really part of what you're reading? Like, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> what? She never got in, in, another, in a bed with another person the rest of her life? Supposedly? Not the witch, no. Oh, oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. We're talking about <laughs> Witch Kate. This is Witch I've, Kate. Most of this okay. is Witch Kate. I, Who is not the same person as Kate. Unsure. Right. Yeah, this is Witch Kate, not Kate Kate. Lucy's a whole nother story. Okay. Yeah. So Witch Kate shit the bed, got John to James. What the fuck is this guy's name? It is William Porter. Oh, I wasn't even close. William Porter. The, the, yeah, okay. God John God. Jacob Jingleheimer Smith. How has that not been a character in this? Yet? I don't know. <sighs> been, I was waiting for it and it never happened. William Porter tried to have sex with a ghost. It shit the bed. He ran outside. 
Kate never slept with anyone ever again. She was traumatized. I mean, I would be. Man's oh, trying to carry me over to the fire to throw me in? Like, Jesus, no. Are, at this point in the story, are they still trying to maintain that the two Kates are different people? They're saying it's the same person and that Kate okay. is like astral projecting or something into oh, so the house. So it is still a sort of mystical kind of actual yeah. thing, but it is, okay, but it is it Kate. Is Kate. She's she is con- she is believed to be the entity. It she's the witch. It's the same person. Gotcha. Yes, she is all in one, the same. All is Kate. Ooh, she's the Trinity. Well, I guess it's only two, but she's. <laughs> it's okay. only two. <laughs> she's, she's a double-sided the- coin. <gasps> like all coins, double-sided. Oh right, I thought th- that sounded really profound at first. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, you know, even if it's the same thing on both <laughs> sides, it's still double-sided. It is. In 1820, <sighs> the witch's torture tactics began to be a little too much for the family, and it really started to take its toll, which is when John's health really went downhill in December of 1820. And in that month, Kate finally reached her goal of killing him. Way to go, Kate. It only took four years and three shittings of the bed. He was found with a bottle of poison beside him. And when he was discovered dead, which I believe is actually the next photo. Oh, no, it's one back. This one. There he is. Dead with everyone being like, what is this? Are they, is that a cat? On the floor? (laughs) It is a cat. I don't know why the cat's there. Wait a minute. Is this really depicting him dead? Yeah. Why are they all playing with a cat? I don't know. Who <laughs> I don't know. Oh, the photo man. next to it is Betsy. Oh. And that's like the famous fo- like image of her. Is it's okay. I'm starting to think this is all a Dr. Seuss story. <laughs> so when they found the bottle, they addressed Kate the witch. Like, what is this? She's like. Oh, I put that there. I gave old Jack a big dose of it last night while he was asleep, which fixed him. So. So, okay. So she just straight up admits it. Yeah. It's like, that was me. And the neighbor, Kate Bates, took full credit for his death and stated, I've got him this time. He'll never get up from that bed again. Wow. So. She just very much how, incriminated herself. How is any of this story like a myth or a mystery? Like we, it kind of sounds like an open and shut case. No, it's very much like a true story with real people and a real family. The only way people say it's a legend is because it feels far fetched. Yeah, and it's a witch and it's a haunting. Yeah, the, and well, and she's just like, yeah, I did it. Yeah, I was the ghost. It was me. Who gives a shit? It was me. It was me the whole time. Yeah, I shit the bed. Yeah, I know how to get rid of a man. I love Lucy. Ooh, that's a good title for a show. So fearing the Bell Witch would kill her, that is when Betsy broke off her engagement to Joshua. was after her dad died. Okay, I mean, yeah, that's a bit more context in the sense that she's like, look, ghost or not, Kate's killing people. She's like, she, she killed my dad. Yeah. I cannot she, do this. Like, she means 
business, we she will all, not get married. Yeah, she already doesn't like me. She doesn't like Josh. She doesn't like that I'm with Josh. I'm going, I'm I'm going alone. So this brings us to the Bell Witch Caves. What I wanted to start with in the beginning. <laughs> After accomplishing her goals, Kate the Witch then retreated into the caves with the Ooh. promise that she would return in seven years. Ooh. And it's been a hundred years. She did return in 1828. Oh, and had okay. Long talks with John Jr. What? She talked to him about the past, the present, and the future. Oh. She's like the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future. I was going to yeah, it's got a bit of a Christmas Scrooge. Carol. Yeah, it's a bit of a Christmas Carol vibe. It is. She is after John, apparently. Little baby and John. She told baby John that there was a reason for his father's death. I killed never him. Never said what it was. Like, well, there was a reason behind why I killed him, but like I'm not gonna tell you that. Uh, <laughs> I know. Terrible at like building and maintaining a narrative. She has all these great elements, but then she's just no. I'm done. Yeah. So. After she returned, she then retreated back into the caves and said that she would be back in 107 years. Well, okay. Which would have been 1935. Ooh. And no one reported seeing her. Okay. So some believe that she never actually left due to the strange things that have happened in the caves and in that area. Ooh, all right. So now we're going to talk about the caves. This is like the actual entrance from the caves website. That's pretty cool. It is. The Bell Witch Caves are karst caves located near Adams, Tennessee. Did you say They're karst? Karst. K-A-R-S-T. Karst caves. Is that like a, a type of stone? I don't so know. it's like a limestone type oh, okay. cave. Karst so instead like of being like, of... yeah, instead of being just like a hole somewhere, they have like the stalactites and the stalagmites like coming up and down. Okay. The cave. So karst isn't necessarily a type of stone. It's just sort of uh, the structure of the cave. Yes, I believe so. It is approximately 490 feet long. Wow. It doesn't tell me much. <laughs> It is a limestone <laughs> cave. It's made up of limestone and other soluble rocks. Just very it's, common for a karst cave is to be made of limestone. Is there any evidence that either a woman lived there or a witch lived there or rat kings lived there? Not that they live there, but that they're currently haunting it. Oh, okay. And it what is, evidence is there of that? So the caves themselves are actually privately owned, but they are located well where the Bell Farm once stood. Oh, okay. So a replica of the cabin that the family lived in is now there and like kept and maintained. Oh, so sure. not the family I should not the image I showed you earlier. <laughs> oh, it's a different one. Yes, they okay. have like the actual. I think that one you can actually go inside of and like walk around. Ah, uh, right. Okay. The one I showed you is, I believe that is the actual 
one yeah. so they, that I is get still standing. Yeah, so they, they essentially make, I, I get what you mean. Yeah, they make a secondary one that you can sort of explore. And they're like, we're not worried yes. about this being destroyed. We can maintain it. It's This is yeah. what their house looked like. Yes. You can walk around. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it's privately owned. They give tours in the summer into October. That's awesome. And the cave is believed to be haunted by the malevolent bell witch poltergeist. Kate's still there. Still hanging out. She's still there. Still waiting and for Lucy. Most legends involve Betsy Bell, oddly enough. And there's a specific story where she's exploring the cave with some of her friends. And one of the boys there gets stuck crawling through a hole in the cave. Oh, oh my God. And he was then pulled out by the bell witch while still invisible. And then given a lecture about reckless cave exploring. <laughs> okay, yeah, that sounds like Kate. Yeah, I believe <laughs> it, yeah. How many times do I have to tell you not to go into this cave? Oh, goddamn kids. How many times? Yeah, how many times do I have to? This is my cave. Yes, but the cave is thought to be that that's where she currently lives and haunts. Many people believe to have encountered her, which has lots of different reports. People right. have reported seeing a dark-haired woman in the passageways. So I guess Kate had dark hair. I mean, it could have just been staff who run the cave, but all right. People have experienced being touched by something they couldn't see. Just perverts. <laughs> Don't go in the cave. We told my you. My God, it's Stan and his white horse again. Yeah. Oh my God, it is. I forgot about Stan. <laughs> yeah. Hi, guys. I'm back. <laughs> I'm I, I explore all of these caves. I like people have heard chains dragging in the same footsteps that the bell family was here oh come on okay so it's literally a christmas carol now what the hell <laughs> <She's>... <laughs> and she can't get out of the cave because she's got all these goddamn chains wrapped around her they're yeah, heavy she can't escape yeah one boy had his hat snatched off his head and put up on a 30-foot ledge where he couldn't get to it so he's got an older brother and he's just an asshole. <laughs> Timothy, yeah. you piece of shit. In 1977, there were some soldiers from nearby Fort Campbell visiting the cave. As they were sitting around a little fire, they started like kind of near the cave. They're hanging out. One of them stated that he didn't believe in such things. He didn't believe in ghosts. Yeah. He was then knocked to the ground, pinned down, and pooped on by something he was not pooped on oh okay i know sorry to disappoint <laughs> that seems to be kate's mo <laughs> he did scream for help and saying that it felt like he couldn't breathe and that something was sitting on his chest and squeezing the life out of it oh okay which that's kind of horrifying that is horrifying it, like in but full also nobody his... helped him like really right. <laughs> yeah exactly like it just like let it happen Okay, these weren't soldiers. These were dudes who were just out there to get high. They're all doing like LSD and they're just like, oh, <laughs> what were you guys doing out there? We're, we're, we're soldiers. soldiers. We're, yeah, we're totally soldiers. We weren't doing anything sketchy. We weren't doing anything. And then all of a sudden some witch came out. She was invisible, but she started pooping on him. And we were all shocked. <laughs> he was scared. 
<laughs> so to this day, some people still report seeing strange floating lights around the Bell Farm in the cave. Oh, okay. Like little light orbs. Yeah. Those are always fun. Fireflies. <laughs> Big I'm just gonna poke as many holes in this as I can. Yeah. No, I mean that's what you're here for. That is a natural phenomenon that can do yes. that. So fireflies, all right. Now the Bell Witch has escalated from just like a story to actual folklore. Just okay. That's I think cool. from people yeah. telling the story over and over and over again, that's how that happens. <laughs> It has been such a long time. The story's been passed down. It is officially now like a legend. Yes. And around Adams, Tennessee, people still feel her presence and will often say, Kate probably did it. And that is the story of the Bell Witch. Wonderful. Oddly enough, I really like that little button on it. The idea that they have like a saying, oh, Kate you know, probably Kate probably did it. Yeah. I like that. Good on you, Kate. I mean, if you're going to be weird and potentially poop yourself to <laughs> avoid an assault, <laughs> you might as well get a cool like saying out of it that persists throughout time. Honestly, I think Kate has got the right idea of pooping Absolutely. herself to avoid assault. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I mean, don't I don't think that's that... ever a bad idea. No, I, I've heard that from multiple people. I mean, you do what you got to do to... Uh, to get out of a, a situation. And I think she did exactly what needed to be done. She did. She did it. Yeah. May have stabbed um, a few people with pins and needles on the way, but hey. I forgot about already. I guess that's what you do. That. I mean, yeah, you do you do what you gotta do. She she I think she knew what she was doing. <laughs> I did like the overall story. I mean it had, it went so many places I was not expecting. That is for sure. It did. Lots of twists and turns. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it too. I liked that she was, and she was doing everything for herself. Although we never really did get to the bottom of the, the secret of like, why she was doing this in the first place to this family. Like she. She just didn't like them. Yeah, she loved Lucy. She had a Lucy. bad land deal and that was it. Yeah, she loved Lucy, hated the rest of the family. Yeah, she did. So we'll never really know. I am trying so hard to find all of the information that I need for the, putting the end of this podcast. <laughs> and I should just write it down somewhere. Just write it in like a note on your phone. Well, it's yeah, it's always where the in, people can find us. Exactly, it's always in my in my uh, email, and I just pull it up. And now, for some reason, I can't find it. Where did that get sent? Because it's just from your email address. How the hell am I not? And then I even <laughs> typed in peculiar. It should be in there. Well, for anyone looking for us, you can find us on Instagram at peculiar pairings pod. You can also find us on Twitter at, at Peculiar Pair Pod. We are on email at peculiarpairingspod at gmail.com. Email us stuff you'd like to have us cover, questions, comments, all that jazz. We are also on Patreon at patreon.com slash peculiarpairingspod. 
And I think that is it. Am I missing anything, Matt? No, you nailed it. I just finally got it all. In my defense, <laughs> I was going through my email again and I typed in your name. I typed in the 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 like title multiple times and I finally and it just like it wasn't through. pulling up. No, it wasn't God. pulling it up. And now Rude. it's okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna have to like take a screenshot of that and just put it in like my favorites images and just pull it up every time. There you go. Sorry, kind of screwed the pooch at the end there. That's okay. But you know, we just talked about a witch who was shitting the bed, so screw it. Hey, join us next time, listeners. We'll be <laughs> Wait, here to what? share our stories with you. Yeah. What did you think of the pairings for tonight? Oh, oh my God. How could we forget? Well, I mean, the food was delicious. I also didn't make it, so I feel like. I uh, yeah, I I'm not terrible at cooking or anything. I feel like I should say that we live in I'm modern not times. The we don't need to take the time. I'm gonna just say, I mean, it's hard to beat sugar and more carbs and booze. Yeah. So I mean, in terms of just like strawberry pie with stuff on it, I'm gonna give it an eight. And then I mean, yeah, the drink I'd was. Say, uh, I'd say an eight. I'm going to give the drink a six only because it had booze. I think I put too much cream in it, but it was, it was my favorite kind of tea with alcohol. So that's kind of hard to screw yeah. up. I mean, yeah. I'd agree with a seven. I enjoyed it. I wasn't like completely wowed by it, but I enjoyed yeah. it and I had a good time. Yeah. Not great. It'll, it'll get the job done. Well, and I, I like that it was a warm drink. We so far had a tendency yeah. to go with kind of colder stuff. It, it was, it was, it's getting colder around here. It I don't know how it is in, in the kind of more southern areas, but do you live in the mountains? I'm in Denver, so no, technically. Okay. Is but it, is it, it has like, been getting cold. Like I want to say in the mornings, it's usually in like the 40s. Okay, yeah. So we're starting to get into the colder time of year, right. but we're not like quite there as far as it could snow. It may decide to, but it's not sticking <laughs> around right now. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're at the point where potentially pipes could freeze. Like, it's not below yeah. zero, but it's, I mean, we're in the 30s overnight. Yeah, so. we're starting to get there from what um, I've been seeing. Not excited. So stay warm, everyone. Yeah. Drink some tea. And, Drink uh, some whiskey, warm yourself yeah, up. Yeah, definitely. Eat some pie and uh, don't shit the bed. Yeah, it's our advice for you. Yeah, we'll see you next gonna... time. Bye. <laughs>